0: cast Prime! Alright, guys. Happy Thursday. We're here for another episode. Um, we got a full house here today. We got all four of us. For a little bit, that is. For a little bit. For a little. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. How have you been? Uh, no one cares. Huh? I've been better. <laughs> Nick's been better. Everyone else isn't, doesn't exist right now, I'm I guess. Good, ready to start the weekend.
1: All right. How you doing, Dan? I'm I'm doing good. I just dropped a pretty bad number
2: <laughs> one. <laughs> On me. Are you sure? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so.
3: We're, We're is uh, when it's become serious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah i never agreed to be that Uh, oh come on you're
0: (laughs) poofing me on (laughs) um (laughs) that was too we're uh we're broadcasting here at a uh a little later than we usually do we're doing uh in the afternoon we're all after work for all of us well except one of us but um
2: technically I worked.
0: we got a nice full we got a nice full week uh excuse me nice full podcast this week um so, let's get right into it. I know John, John's on a time crunch, but John is all about NCAA. Let's hear it, dude.
3: Well, the, uh, our, is it our official team? Might as well, huh? ASU.
2: Go ahead, I, I adopted team. The
3: official team for the, um, SportsCast Prime is the Arizona State Sun Devils and the Arizona State Report. Last week they, uh... Started their season off in spectacular fashion, you know, coming through the tunnel. One guy fell down, getting stepped on, and they go out and blow out um, Sacramento State 55 to zero. Wow! Their Division Two team, they should. So, they their next four games. They this is uh, tonight. Well, not tonight. Saturday night at 10:30 on ESPN. They're facing the 20th ranked Wisconsin Badgers. So. This starts off a stretch, what many people say, are four terrible or brutal games for them. They have Wisconsin, then Stanford, then USC, then Notre Dame. But the Notre Dame game is going to be at, at um Jerry World in Arlington, Texas. So, oh, there you go. That means them try harder and stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they beat the USC team. Like I said off camera, I don't think USC is that good this year. I mean, they know yeah, yeah, get they get Washington aren't. State. Well,
0: yeah. Uh, we have a uh, not a very impressive slate of games a lot of bunnies for the top 25 Um, one big one though, huge game probably the biggest game at least until the standings sort of materialize as we get like halfway through the season or so and games start to matter and stuff Um, well not that they don't matter but we, we we start having a good picture of who's good and who's bad and what games are important right now it's about as Bigger game as you can get. Alabama, Texas a and A lot of storylines going on here.
3: Well, it's going to be interesting to see how Alabama's going to recoup because they had like in that game against uh, Virginia Tech that they blew them out. They had like barely 200 yards of total offense in that whole game. They basically got most of their points off like kick returns and turnovers and like punt returns and turnovers. You, you can't. Uh, you're not going to go into Texas at college station and beat and Texas A&M was just less than 200 yards or like a little over 200 yards total offense That's not going to happen especially with Johnny Manziel being on a roll the way he is now
2: yeah um the offense was like pretty weak for Alabama and also I think uh Texan A&M's defense has to play better than what they did um but like definitely I think uh if if Alabama produces like that on offense. Uh, I don't think they can uh, beat Texas A and a- a- M like like that. But the defense on Texas A and M definitely has to step up, and they are getting their players back that they had uh, that were suspended up until now. So, but they're you know this is their first game. Who knows how long it'll take them to get back into flow of things? But you know they got they got uh, both teams have like a lot to prove on on um, the opposite sides of the ball.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, th- I think Alabama has, not that they have, they feel they have something to prove, but I think they do have something to prove. I think they've come in here a lot, a little bit riding their reputation. Um, they did not play well last week. That's certainly not good enough to beat if they were playing a better team. I like, I like Johnny Manziel, not particularly against Alabama, but I like Johnny Manziel in a big game. And, you know, you saw he beat him last year. Uh, it's at Texas A&M. You know that all these home games against the new, against the SEC teams and their new conference. You know they're just rare to beat all these teams. Um, so I, I, I don't know who I, I. I still, I said Alabama's riding their reputation, and they're riding their reputation with me too. I still am picking Alabama because I just trust that team as just an absolute dominant team, uh, or just the, whatever a well a good organization. Um, but it could be. Could go either way.
2: What's your thought on it, then?
3: Oh, they do. Yeah, Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Every year. Yeah. And Nick Saban's not good in weeks off. uh, Win-loss record. Coming from Alabama, I think he's like four and three or three and four, something like that. On his bye week. Yeah, off his bye week. (laughs) Off his bye week. (laughs) Yeah, on uh, coming from. Yeah, I think he's not good he's either under 500 or barely 500 he's not good at all and another interesting subplot Texas a m could be the first team to beat Nick Saban two years in a row since the, LS, LS. the my LS. LSU team mm. in 2010 2011 wow.
2: that would be good that would be nice
3: since I'm a hater against Nick Saban I'm going Texas <laughs> <A. M. laughs> I do not like Nick Saban whatsoever he's a quitter and yeah.
2: Do you, like that. do you care to elaborate to those who may not know the situation that you spoke? I didn't of? like
3: the way how he handled the Miami Dolphins situation. He's the one they gave him uh, control, and like he chose people. Like, whoa, it's a GM. Like no, he they gave him GM responsibilities too. He chose Drew Brees. I mean, he chose Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees, and then. He knew the team wasn't gonna be good and then he lied to him. I'm not taking I'm not going to Alabama, I'm not going to Alabama. Well, you know what this situation kinda sucks. I'm going to Alabama. And I'm like, you know, like you're the one that primarily built this team, so why don't you stay and finish what? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like quitters like that. It also
0: kinda sucked because he, he did improve them markedly yeah. in the the one year that he was there, even though he like wasn't really all well, there two towards years the he end. Was there. Oh, two years. The first year he yeah. went
3: nine and seven, the second year he went six and ten. Oh. Wow, I actually forgot about that yeah. second year the first year was Gus Ferrata quarterback the, sec- the second year they needed a quarterback and it yeah, was either between Breeze and Dante and he picked uh, Dante over Breeze which that could be an interesting what if in itself what if Drew Breeze went to the Dolphins instead of the Saints uh,
2: uh,
0: we, we got uh, there's, there's a
2: do you guys want to give us you want to give a score for this game
0: a score
2: yeah. Ooh. you want to get into we that
0: picked a score for any game in
2: two thousand thirteen. Yeah, you want to start with this one? Anyway,
3: no, he, he knows already. alright 5514 texas a No, oh, I'm oh, just joking. Oh, I'm about no, to say
2: bullshit. It's I go. be,
3: I want to say twenty-four, twenty-seven AM. AM's going to lose twenty four twenty seven. Okay. They're all gonna right. win, smartass. Alright, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weird way to <laughs> twenty
0: seven, twenty four,
2: Texas. Um, Texas. Yeah, it's whatever. Move
0: um on. I'm going with I, I if 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 this were Alabama LSU, I'd be saying eighteen sixty. But um I, you know what, I think we're going to actually see a lot of offense in this one. So, 31-28.
1: Who? Cool. Alabama. Uh, I'm going to say Alabama thirty-four.
2: 27 This one's tough. I'm gonna go fifty-five
3: three
2: a.m. I'm gonna go 55 3 twenty-seven thirty-one twenty-seven Alabama.
0: What are you, what are you trying to price? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to prices right me, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come in at one point under mine. Wait, no, that's that's actually a bad strategy. <laughs> price is right. Yeah,
2: that's a terrible strategy. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna take one one <laughs> one dollar. Uh, that's the score. That's
2: going to be, that's all.
0: Exactly right. Oh, God, yeah. I wanted to bet that. Now i got to bet that, t- all right, I think two of us will
3: be exactly right. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> 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 right on the nose. And don't worry, Alabama fans, if your team loses, they'll still play in a national championship game because a loss in the SEC counts way more than a win. Oh, like way more, more.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Way more. Yeah. Don't get me started, John. Yeah, look, <laughs> don't are, get me started.
2: We, we, we. we, <laughs> we t- don't worry, touched Pete. on <laughs> this. Don't
3: but worry, because ESPN's taking care of you guys.
2: Yeah, don't worry.
0: All right, we had we had our quick ten minutes on. Um, and wait, John, are you,
3: you? have one more thing to say? Um, well, another big game. Uh, UCLA, Nebraska. The
0: only other two ranked teams game. Um, yeah, what do you think about that one?
3: Hunley's a good quarterback for, UC, Todd, Todd for, UC, for UCLA. It's going to be interesting to see. It's it's a marquee quarterback matchup. It's between Hunley from UCLA and it's between um, Martinez Taylor Martinez from the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Each of his three years, Taylor Martinez has improved. So he's come into his senior year with a lot to prove, and so is Nebraska, and so is the Big uh, the Big Ten actually. Yeah, so the yeah. Big Ten has that reputation of not being able to beat like quality opponents or teams of this caliber, and UCLA, which I know off-camera I was kind of hating on Jim Moore Jr. in the pros, but he's done a really, really good job resurrecting this UCLA program, so it's yep. going to be interesting to see. It's at Nebraska, I believe. Yep.
2: Oh, it's at Nebraska.
3: So, yeah, not only does Nebraska have something to prove, uh, the Big Ten has a lot riding on this, too. And another thing, too, uh, team are riding on it, too, speak the Big Ten, which before getting get in the NFL... Um, Number four, Ohio State's going into Cal to face, to face the uh, Golden Bears in their wanted Bear Raid offense. So we'll get to see how. Be- Bear Raid? Yeah, wow, that's great. Sonny Dykes, the head coach, he's of the air raid, off- the air raid offense, We so named it the Bear Raid. So Bear Raid. It'll be interesting I like it. to see. I like because it. Ohio State's another team who couldn't handle spread teams. They're like, they're a team not saying because. Urban Meyer is a spread, you know, he has the spread option himself, but historically, uh, Ohio State doesn't handle spread teams very well, so we'll mm-hmm. see, and it's going to be in uh, Cal, so...
0: Ohio State is my most, I think I said this in uh, a couple few weeks ago when we did the, uh, the college football preview, Ohio State is the team I'm most interested in this year, because I'd like to see if they can do... How'd they actually do in their first game? I didn't follow them in the first couple games.
3: No, it's... They, uh, Buffalo, like, in the first week, I think scored, like, almost 30 points on him too, but they still, like, I don't think that Braxton Miller's playing in this game. That's another one. I think the backup quarterback for, uh, Ohio State's playing. Oh, wow. So,
0: I, 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 Cal's not that good, though.
3: Um, well, the bear offense is in hibernation right now. They haven't been good those uh, <laughs> Another bear. You <laughs> how I threw that in there, right? I love it. <laughs> I, I love been good it. The last two games, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> good times. All right, uh, let, let, let's move on to our, uh, our, our second topic of the day. Uh, wow, Breaking Bad's going crazy, isn't it, guys? oh no did i jump the gun here okay sorry nfl all right we're talking some nfl uh interesting first week we had a a lot of weird games we had a couple surprises um i don't know i'm just gonna you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna throw it around uh what what do you guys think let's we can start with i'll start with nick um what what do you what was your most interesting game this weekend
2: I'm gonna say the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers was the most interesting game Certainly the marquee matchup going in. because the the way that the teams were going at each other was a back and forth game. Uh, there was a, I believe, a botched call that they made that wasn't like correct to the call that they made, but they like made a few s- mistakes before they even made that call. So. It it was still, like, an interesting game. They kept it close. It was going back and forth between Aaron Rodgers and Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick actually kind of, he's, this guy's the real deal, man. I think, like, he could be a superstar quarterback in the league. And I think, like, he didn't run the read option like everybody thought that they were going to do. He was throwing from the pocket. He ran when he had to, but.
0: Yeah, what do you think of him throwing for 400 yards? Does it mean he's a
1: quarterback than we
2: thought? I I think, you know, they probably, like, they probably planned it, like, I'm not sure exactly what their schemes are going to be for the rest of the year. Yeah. But, like, um, it could have been, like, oh, they were thinking about using the read option, but they didn't because they were, like, you know, showing the concerns about it and then not using it. could have been a strategy. I'm not sure. But I play devil's but advocate for you. Is
3: it the fact that he is that good or the fact that he's playing against green-based defense? Because the last few years, green-based defense has been atrocious outside of, like,
2: Well, play. no, de- their defense was way better than, like, the, like, past, you know. They, they played a lot better than, you know. They normally would on defense, well, in my in opinion. No, that, that doesn't. I mean, see. They
3: played good. I mean, they allowed a quarterback to throw for four hundred yards. How is that margin? You, you mean, in this game like
0: they
2: played. Yeah, good? this particular game.
0: They, that no, that actually can be true because they were the worst defense in NFL history. Last you year. can only go up. <laughs> I mean, the last
1: two years, points
0: wise. Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't get to see a, a, a ton of the game. I. I to a certain extent, I don't consider any performance against Green Bay's defense to be a valid indicator of how good whoever is. Um, but I do think, and I, this is this is part of why Jim Harbaugh is like, you know, arguably, and in my opinion, is uh, the best coach in football. Everybody and their mother knew how Green Bay felt about this game going in. They wanted revenge. They got destroyed by... By the the pistol up op- or the uh, option. the read option uh, in the playoffs last year, um, was it in the playoffs? Yeah, it was in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got, they, and they they made no secret of the fact that they were working all year, all off season, all preseason, leading up to this game to solve the read option offense, and of course. No read option. Pretty much no read option whatsoever. I think that's just all Jim Harbaugh right there. And I predict that you're not going to see anything like this in their future games. I think they're going right back to it. That's what they're best at. I think for this one particular game, they knew... That if they just switched it up, they catch Green Bay totally off guard and be able to do what they did.
2: I think they'll throw a little combination. I don't think they'll mainly go to it like too often. I mean, not hundred percent. Yeah, but okay. But I think okay. it will be their main okay. offense. Just like I don't know because year. like again, a lot of defensive uh, coaches have been looking at the read option and p- a lot of them already said we're yeah. just going to go after the I mean, quarterback. Not back. just the 49ers. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So but that's. You know,
3: like the, there was a mixture of the pistol offense too because Jim Harbaugh went to um, Nevada coach, the Nevada coach Chris Altu was the creator of the pistol offense hall of fame you know college coach and he's like for for you because kaepernick Kaepernick was comfortable he started four years and was fantastic in that pistol offense which the pistol offense is kind of the precursor to the spread on like the the spread option and i mean and that's what they used a lot of they used some pistol formations in there too i mean
2: yeah i I saw where he like did it a little bit, and he just, you know, when he gave the ball up, he literally just went back, so he wouldn't get hit or anything well, like that. The pistol
3: offense is just like a modified that's yeah. they call; it's so only yeah. like a few steps back, as because like, you know you're all the way out in the shotgun. I think you're only a couple
2: of yeah. So there's like behind. so like they have time to show that he's not ha- like holding the ball, or he just yeah, yeah. he does the act that he has to do. So it's not like oh he's not a quarterback or a runner or a block or anything like that. So. The way they run it was definitely different, I think, though, like before, from, like, last year. But, like, it, it, it makes a lot of sense of how they're running it.
3: Well, speak, uh, my thing with that is interesting how Anquan Bolden had a huge game. Oh, yeah.
2: And now I know the Ravens fans are pretty do sad you, about that. Do
0: you know who the, uh, the last two players to have, wide receivers to have over 200 yards in their first game with a new team were?
2: Who, the last two? The
0: last two wide receivers. The, the last one is Anquan Bolden. Jerry Rice. this week. Who was the last one before that to have 200 yards in their first game with the new team?
2: So they would have had to been traded.
0: Jerry Rice, that's what I'm going to say.
2: Um, Jerry Rice? Terrell Owens, I don't know.
0: Owens. Let's have a name, Dan.
1: Yeah.
0: A- anybody. Say Don Beebe. Nick, you're off base. They had to have been traded. What if they were drafted? What if the last guy to have 200 yards in the first game with the new team was Anquan Bolden? Oh with the Cardinals. <laughs> his first oh, game. really? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was kinda interesting. Okay. That, a bit I did not think of it that way. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Two hundred and eight yards or something in his first game. I actually remember that game too. Because I remember him and it was like the first year that the Cardinals were like, Whoa, they're competitive again. Mm. Uh him and Fitzgerald and I th- who was throwing?
3: Josh I
2: think was McDowell.
0: Josh I
3: don't think it was it might have been Warner. No, it was Josh McDowell in the first couple of years that they brought in Warner.
0: Yeah, but Anquan Bolden's first
3: year? Well, do I, don't Anquan know, I don't remember Bolden's where that fell. Year, Anquan Bolden's first year was before Fitzgerald. They had the hodgepodge of Jeff Blake and Josh McCown. Right. Then uh, Danny Green came in and he uh, drafted Fitzgerald. And that's the whole. I remember yeah. on. Um, I was watching Jim was Burning at the time, and they're questioning where they're like, well, this looks pretty set. Like, are, why are you behind Josh McCown as the quarterback? And I remember Danny Green, like, Josh, he's hot to trot, man. He's hot to trot. He's my starting quarterback.
0: Well, he—he he was what we thought he was.
1: Mm-hmm. So we had all
0: to right, crown his ass. No, yeah, we had to crown his ass. <laughs> all right, moving on. Dan, do you have an interesting game from this weekend?
1: Uh, it's, it's it's hard for me to, to just look at week one and, and kind of you know buy or sell on in particular team
2: game. No game intrigued you that at all this week?
1: No, there's definitely games that intrigued me. It's just it's kind of hard to know what to make of all of it. And that's for sure for
2: definitely definitely like, uh, yeah.
1: being a giants fan having six turnovers and only losing by five you know as a Giants fan i take positives out of that because yeah. they only lost by five mm-hmm. but obviously six turnovers yeah. is unacceptable and they're, they're probably never ever going to throw two yeah two turnovers, on two screen
0: touchdowns. on screen passes yeah
1: whatever. yeah and so you know the Cowboys will away go with the win, but the Cowboys aren't too happy about how they play
0: it either. Yeah. Nope. They were in, in the in the standard uh, playing of football, take out random turnovers. I think the Giants outplayed the Cowboys uh, for most of the night. Like, their defense actually was a lot better than I thought. The thing is, though, oh, the, it, it's easy... It's the Giants, easy, Giants defense? The Giants defense was good. It was better than I thought. I was worried about them going in. But the thing is, when I look at it, and I, I, I can't entirely say that was random those turnovers were random they won't have they won't continue to happen because they honestly might we have
2: those were just Giants, bad though. they were
0: bad Eli, Eli was sloppy oh, they were such freak in a couple plays. places those yeah, some, of were. Those were... some of them were freak plays but the fact that the Giants don't have a veteran running back who they can really turn to? They did just because, like they games, did, because like they sh- problem, they stripped them twice. The running that, back. That's a problem that's going to plague them kind of throughout this season, and they might have more weird drops and stuff that cause interceptions because they're throwing to Scott. You know, that's not entirely something you can chalk up to the randomness of one game, and it probably won't happen because honestly,
3: they probably will have a turnover problem this season. But there's there's some truth <clears> to <throat> what Dan says. You really can't take like week one in the full effect. I mean, sure. I can think look at ten years ago, the two thousand three Patriots started the season, 0 and two. They finished fourteen and two and won the Super
2: Bowl. So like mm-hmm. you like you th- yep. some
3: things just happen and like, like that. And even this year I'm kinda mm-hmm. off the
1: Patriots based on that we one won
2: performance, but yeah. at the
1: same time it's we one.
2: So mm-hmm. you know we well well Yeah I think you also have to take in consideration injuries as well, so
3: Well th- one game I wanna throw into the to it is the Vikings and Lions. The fact that besides that one big play, like, I was watching some of that game, I saw that one big run that Adrian Peterson kept mm-hmm. off for, for a touchdown, and I was yeah. like, oh, Adrian Peterson's back to to his old self. But they, then... They, they kept, what, held him like zero yardage I throw or something? I think it was like, 11, 11 yards on the <laughs> next yards. 18 carries yeah. or
2: something. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, 11 yards yeah. on the next 18 yeah. carries. So like I
3: said, when I saw that, I'm like, well, he didn't, he picked up where he left off, and I don't know, it's just... I don't think of him as a Barry Sanders, Isn't boomer bust kind of like running back. for, like, 50 yards, and then like I don't... But I don't think of him that well, way. Well, that's his... I, no. I was just saying... He has, I like, really... Because I remember before, like, pre-ACL, I remember, like, his M.O. was he'd bust off for, like, 250 yards one game, then have, like, 50 yards next. Like, he'd go in, like, spurts where he wouldn't be as hot, then he'd just break out to this, like, one huge game, which is, like, pad his stats. That's all yeah, I remember. Yeah give
2: you the win or yeah he you. yeah you're either yeah. feast or famine with him that's how it was last year with him i don't no, i don't no, okay all right i'm just i'm Every just wondering that
3: was, was his mo prior to last okay when okay. He was a rookie, okay when he was a rookie he had
0: he had uh i think 1300 yards rushing his rookie year mm-hmm. and he had all about 600 of it in two games <laughs> he had 295 and 275 yards i think um two different games um, that tells
2: me your legs get tired <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: the thing that sad me is like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian Ponder fan like I've watched him in Florida State and I liked him I thought he, ha- he had the uh, I thought he was smart and was going to be a good pro but he looked terrible with three interceptions and stuff and he really needs especially like the Vikings did everything this offseason to get him weapons they got him Greg Jennings they got him um, uh, that wide receiver that kid um they got a Tennessee from uh, for the other wide receiver. It's like he just needs to. He just Man. needs, or is it, or is it Patterson? I I can't remember. I've, I'm I'm wrecking my brain for his name. So, uh, but like they gave him, they, Simpson. They,
0: they, Jerome Simpson? Is no, is that, that was that a couple. Talk about that? No, that was a couple of years. It's ago.
3: Simpson though. Simpson's. The, oh. Uh, uh. I think it's like Ruben Patterson or someone or yeah, so they got like somebody like that. they gave him weapons in the off season. They did everything they could because was it last year his receiving core like you couldn't chalk up that, but it, he just looked terrible. I mean, he, and it's sad to see because like I'm a Christian Ponder fan.
2: So, well, you would hope it's just like a first game jitter I just thing. Hope it's the first game thing jitter things, yeah. Jitter okay. thing. I just mm-hmm.
3: hope because like they gave him the weapons and he has a decent enough offensive line.
2: I think they just have to have time to connect and get like you know get to each other's strides like on point and stuff like that so i think it's just going to take them a little time i don't think they're going to just start off like good i think it, once they like get used to each other and stuff like that they um they might do a little better but
0: bye guys yeah john, take john, it easy. john, john has to run we're running a little late on this uh so thanks for your input buddy no problem <laughs> we'll see you
1: all
0: right
3: everybody's free arizona state 10.30, ESPN.
0: <laughs> As we say goodbye to Mr. Shillo. Um, what do you guys think of speaking of that same game? What do you guys think of Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, yes. Match made in heaven. Yeah. this is what perfect, they ne- perfect, perfect team. This
2: is what they needed. They needed, they really needed this running game badly. They needed to take pressure off of the quarterback, and he he most certainly can, does. If he, if he can
1: stay healthy, which he's already a little
2: bit banged up. Banged up, yeah. Wow.
0: He, he's, he's going to have his best season he's going to have his best I mean that's not really even saying much but he's going to have his best season this year Darn. I believe um sorry um, yeah and I think, I'm a fan I think
1: Stafford could potentially go for the this year I mean, he always two could two years ago he was like the fourth best fantasy mm.
2: player.
1: Yeah.
0: he threw for 5,000 yards yeah what right, well, he was, well,
2: he was ju- Yeah, it was just it was a bad year he,
1: he just has yeah he just you know with Calvin Johnson
2: To have that back to come from the bat.
1: They they sling it around. Yeah. Uh, If Sue can just injure all their important players and get fined
2: (laughs) $100,000, they'll be all (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) He got fined $100,000 this week, I think. The biggest. $100,000. A record NFL fine, I think. (laughs) Probably for just, like, you know, eighth offense or something like that. Yeah.
2: There's no way he can, Um, like, go against that either. So.
0: so Uh, one team that had had to have been the biggest exhalation um, after after a win was New Orleans.
2: Oh well, yeah. The
0: first game back with Sean Payton mm-hmm. held the Falcons in check and won a big game uh, in the NFC. Or, yeah, the NFC yeah, the South. South, the NFC South, South, the South. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back in 2000 here. Yeah. In NFC South. Mm-hmm. Um, they won by a touch or almost a touchdown.
2: Basically, yeah. um,
0: big game for them. You know, uh, it's it's obviously they you had to figure they were going to be one of the biggest, most improved teams by virtue of just improving at the coaching position. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Payton's obviously one of the most important coaches to his team, but yeah, one of the best play callers and one of the best play callers. Um, and who I, I I think he almost did more for his legacy by sitting out last season than he did for by winning the Super Bowl a couple seasons before that. Um, but you know, I, I read. I didn't see the. I didn't see the game, but I read that he actually, intro- He had them introduce the defense first, in like hmm. introductions or, or whatever, oh, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, they also, just like the Packers, their defense has kind of. This is going to be like a year of retribution for them because Packers gave up the most points in the NFL in NFL history. In NFL history, yes. The Saints gave up the most yards in NFL history last mm. season. 7,000-something yeah. over the course of the season. So, both have their some defense, I mean, that was a disaster, and they obviously, they have some players that they take a lot of pride. Uh, I guess Jonathan Vilma, I assume, is back. Well, he was back last year, towards the end of the season. Towards the end of the season. But yeah, they, they obviously, they're, they're, an, they're a Super Bowl team, you know, they're a Super Bowl, they're champions, you know, there's still a lot of players from a few years ago on that roster. Mm. so uh, this had to be a great game for them and for Saints fans who last year couldn't have been very much fun
2: <laughs> for me I think the Saints needed this game more than the Falcons did so like, I think that's possibly another reason but again it's only one game so maybe you know Sean Payne being back and maybe the Falcons weren't ready for that or yeah. whatever but I think they were more motivated to have the game more so than the Falcons so I'm not too worried right. about what the Falcons are going to do you, they should probably still be good it's just that they were just more motivated for this I game. I
0: think the main takeaway is okay. The Saints are back. But yeah, yeah. That's the, main,
2: sure that's the main. That's I, I. I would. I would yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. My main thing will be that.
0: The Falcons will still obviously be there, but yeah. it won't be a walkover this year. I, yeah, think. No. I think you got two of the best teams in the NFC there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, got another one. One more game we want to talk about here. How about the How about the Eagles and the Red Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get in that. Uh, Chip Kelly, fifty-three.
2: Half. More
0: that that was more plays than one of the teams ran in the entire game. I forget what team it was, but um, that was that's Michael a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it um, looked yeah. like it worked. The, you're always going to have the the standard worries, which is um, injuries mm-hmm. when it comes to Michael Vick. Just straight up, that's a Michael Vick worry that you're going to have. Yeah. um and you know, does it does it hold up? It's it's, it's a gimmick. I mean, I, I don't want I don't use that word in a pejorative sense, but it's it's a it's a gimmick offense. It's mm, a different it's offense. It's a different offense. Sometimes okay. they kind of get figured out. You know, like the uh, like the wildcat. You know that that. One
2: well you know I now the read option it. became a thing you know now we we'll have to we have to we have to wait and stand. see now i just feel that like this is another thing that we just have to wait and, and see yeah. what's going to be and plus they also said they didn't really show their whole playbook yet so i mean i'm i'm interested to see what more they can do i just think it's all a wait and see thing and and again, I, I mentioned like if one of the key players that's running the offense, like say if Michael Vick does go down or something like that, can uh, Nick Foles step in and run the o- the same offense? I'm not sure. Probably not the same. Probably way. not the same way. Uh-huh. But they, you know they had a little competition, so Michael Vick really had to earn the job. So maybe there's more to it than that. Who knows? But I, it would it'd be interesting. I hope he does stay healthy, though. Um, it should be interesting to see for the rest of the season how it plays I'm scared out.
0: Scared as Giants fan. Put it there scared of that
2: team we all should be scared we all should be, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um real quickly uh what do we think of rg3's kind of lackluster slightly disappointing performance is this just is this just a matter of is it is it teams figuring how to defend him out or is it more that he this was his first action i
2: scared. think he i'm didn't gonna let win. them take this at, at Yeah, you can tell in the game, right? So he just wasn't the ball at all.
1: Yeah. Then, um, A little jittery. The between the first half and the second half.
0: was, was Markin, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, he the
2: second half. You, you know what I think? I think he got hit enough times to like realize that he was gonna be okay to actually do what he needed yeah, to do and yeah, then he, he just, just went and did it yeah yeah
0: and it may have been because that's the thing that's exactly what preseason action would give you yeah. it would get you just back in there like okay this is what it feels like to get hit and I'll be okay yeah you know even he, he got the wind knocked out of him yeah, uh, yeah. at one point at one point sad, yeah um, it looked bad and it looked scary but you know I think it I think that kind of woke him up and you know his also his decision making in the first half was really awful he yeah had
1: a, he Pretty had bad. a
0: pass that he just bombed down the field into triple coverage, right? Mm-hmm. Including a, like two men on the guy, and then like a safety was there who could have made a play on the ball too, like off of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw some really bad stuff out of RG3, but obviously they improved in the second half. And I don't really know what happened to the Eagles. I don't know if they just kind of took the foot off the gas. I, I
2: they think they it. took their foot off the That's gas because, uh, cause, like, you know, you look bad once you run up a score when you're beating a team that badly. So I think they took it off and they just took advantage of it and they tried to, you know, come back and, like, oh, wake up and they're coming back and stuff like that. But they just had – they didn't have – the Redskins didn't have enough time
0: i'm excited about the nfc east i mean i really mm-hmm. am i think it's going to be a scrum i think we might have a nine win winner nine win mm-hmm. nfc east champion yeah uh, i don't think yeah. all these teams have potential you know the redskins won it last year yeah. the giants if they if their defense can be okay if they can see, stay out of injury they're always going to be a factor just kind of just because they have Eli, man offense can keep them in shootouts um the Cowboys obviously have the talent. Maybe this is their year where they they kind of bring it all together. Um, they've been so close. I also like two years in a row.
2: I don't know if you noticed, but I think the offensive line improved dramatically uh, throughout the game. Even though like the some of the decisions weren't that great, but like he actually had time to stay in the pocket and make like a smart decision to throw yeah. to pass the ball. So I think that might that might help. But like that's like a lot what I took from that game. All the time. time yeah. You know, it's just everybody beats each other up and then you know, you get lucky and you're one or two games above or beyond so below, below everybody else. Below everybody else, yeah. And this year they're kind of a lot more under the radar all right, than yeah. they had. Yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. definitely. Should be good. Yes. But I, I, I do have to say that I think
1: you If yeah. yeah. they stay healthy? I just think they're that was the first that was the first
2: that first happened was like, to watch. You did know, yeah, watch. you saw the way they ran the offense and it was like that going and all those guys they
1: helped me, running for six yards, and three, four, whatever it was. Deshaun
2: Jackson, Michael like I'm watching it and I was like and I'm trying to look at it from a deeper defensive aspect and I'm like, How are how are they gonna plan for this? Like the next team that goes against them? Like how it's like a big scramble. And you just like, okay, make a decision, make a decision, make a decision. Okay, run it. <laughs> if those decisions aren't there, then scramble and do what you got to do. And it's like... And I, figured it, figured out the I mean, right. yeah. It's a different level, but the, it's the same yeah, know, idea. Yeah, I did. Coaches
1: know what to expect going yeah. into the game. And they're scouting just as hard as you know, the NFL
2: guys are. And just yeah, it looks, it looks very difficult um, with... I can't wait to see what's uh, how they're doing the next game, but um, I think we're going to take a quick break right now and um,
0: to have our commercial break, and uh, then we'll move on to a new segment. Oh yes, for the Sports Cast Prime, back in a flash.
3: Hey guys, this is Ted from the Left for Ted podcast. Wondering if you are tired of listening to stupid podcasts about movies and TV that are just from insiders in the biz? Well. Then listen to our podcast The Left for Ted podcast You know, where you talk about movies, video games You name it We have discussions on freaking everything, dude Yeah, freaking everything From, you know, gay superheroes To what's coming out on DVD and in the box office So come on down and listen to us The Left for Ted podcast Facebook.com slash The Left for Ted podcast
0: all right, guys, we're back. We want to uh, do something new here, and hopefully it becomes a a regular segment here. What w- what we want to do is uh, we'll call it our "what if" segment, uh, where we basically just talk about just talk about a uh, a hypothetical, a hypothetical situation, a change, or like what would happen. We just we just kind of shoot around and uh, discuss what would it be like if X Y Z. Uh, so for our inaugural. Um, for our inaugural "What If," uh, I'm going to this off here. Um, I read an article by Zach Lowe, who works for, uh, writes for Grantland on ESPN, and it was called "The Ace for the 40-Minute NBA Game." Uh, supposedly, this is something that Adam Silver, the uh, incumbent uh, commissioner, uh, once David Stern goes bye-bye, uh, has said that he is interested in looking uh, and the main reason for shortening the NBA uh, the running time of the NBA game would be to shorten the runtime of an actual NBA game because they're getting really really long with NBA, with TV timeout like they're approaching the lengths of NFL games which are really really long. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say there should never be an NBA game approaches three hours. Um, okay. So anyway, it's, it's, I guess, a uh, it's kind of a slightly radical idea that's been, you know, bandied about, I guess, behind closed doors. It hasn't gotten a lot of press whatever. Um, but anyway, the article that, uh, Zach Lowe wrote, it just kind of goes to pros and cons, and I'll, 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 I'll summarize it, and then I figure we can just kind of talk about what we think of, like, what would it be like, you know, what, would you enjoy that? Would it be better? Would it be worse? Um... So I mean, they, they, they've already. So the league has already kind of started to indicate that they feel like games might be getting too long. Like they started, they started uh,
2: uh, coming like, down
0: hard on like pregame rituals, yeah. and limiting introduction, uh, the amount of. Time. They even started uh, having a little buzzer for like coming out of timeouts because teams were like spending a little too much time coming out of timeouts or whatever. They definitely don't want NBA games to drag because I think some. A big complaint that even people who like don't follow the NBA they don't like it because of the ends of NBA games. There's so many free th- There's so many just timeouts, TV timeouts, and this and that. So, anyway, um, some of the like okay, here are basically I guess the pros. Here are the reasons why you would do it. One is it would basically. The thing about the NBA is depending on where you're playing it. If you're playing in Europe, if you're playing like a FIBA game. If you're playing in college, if you're playing in the NBA. It's like three different sports. They play using all different rules. Uh, and bringing an NBA game down 40 minutes would align FIBA games. FIBA games do 40 minutes. College games do 40 minutes. You don't have as big of a transition, I guess, from college to, to the NBA. You also don't have as big of a transition from FIBA to the NBA. NBA, if you know, now that the NBA take a lot more players from like you know Europe, European or just other leagues, um, like international. Players, you know, you you have less of a, uh, I guess, a learning curve. Um, The other thing is, uh, the other thing pointed out was that cutting the game length would make NBAs more unpredictable. And one of the things pointed out was that out of all the sports, the NBA is the most, or basketball, I should say, is the most chuck game where talent out the most. Compared to other sports, where there's like unpredictability or whatever.
2: Yeah, I think he exclusively said NBA yeah. was. Yeah.
0: And 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 so the idea is, if you if you shorten the game, you increase the up that randomness. Comes play, you know that some, you know whatever a streaky shooter will win a game for an overmatched team. Um, because in the NBA, for the most part, and I, I think I agree with him, in the NBA, for the most part, talent just wins out. You know, or or a good coach or whatever, but like. The team that's supposed to win, like, the favorite, wins more of the time than, like, say, in football, necessarily, or in, you know, some of the other sports, I think it's more predictable. Um, so I that's... I disagree. <clears throat> okay, alright, um... You have that, right? So, well, I, you know, what, what what, do you guys think? What do you think about the idea of shortening? What do you guys think would happen? Me, personally,
1: I mean, I, I definitely see pro the uh, um, so mm-hmm. uh, there's a point in the article uh, where they kind of talked about uh, how you shorter the game, down to 40 minutes, and the star players are mostly, most of them are playing like 30, 40 minutes. You know what I mean? And there's less variance, less weaker players on the board for long, long period. The uh, and then the other thing with that is that those guys are getting a lot of money they already yeah. do, but they're going to get paid even more. Because they matter. And everyone else is going to get paid even less. Yeah. Because they're not playing that much. And, you know, when you play back-to-back games during regular season, you know, some of those are going to spread out and more. But, you know, for the Miami Heat, since LeBron, um, LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, those guys are going to play any less than five minutes a game. And that leaves the rest of the Heat team with very limited minutes. Um. For me, that's that's an issue that I have with it.
2: What's the problem?
0: Well, I, well on the on the before we change gears, um, I I was actually talking with I think John. It might have been no, yeah, I think it was John earlier today about that 40 minute thing, and that, um, and that makes sense. The idea that okay, suddenly all your bench players. They're not even going to play. You know, some, like, GMs, like, make hay on making good decisions with those fringe players. You know, like, your team is good because of all those other contracts that you gave out or whatever. And now that makes, that kind of lessens the impact. And it makes it even more about what stars have. Like, do you have LeBron? LeBron's going to play 99% of the game. Um, But then I actually thought about it, and it's not entirely accurate to say because LeBron James plays. Like, in the playoffs, LeBron played I assume for four minutes a game. So he could play 40 to game easily. I don't know if he did really during the regular season. Whatever, he could. Um, you can't entirely, necessarily, suddenly, your stars are playing the entire game. Because they play 40 minutes, but they play 40 minutes out of 48, which means they get breathers. They play 15 minutes and go out, and then they, whatever. Um, if they're playing 40 minutes straight, it means they're not getting any breathers. And when I think about it that way, I realize. Okay, no, they wouldn't longer. They wouldn't play forty minutes the same way they do these days because they need a breather, and because of the limitations of the game time, they would have to get breathers, and so there would be a little bit of room. So it's not entirely.
1: That's why I said thirty-five. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's still, it's still probably a larger. I don't know. I don't know if the percentage would stay the same of time for star plays. What do you think, Nick?
2: So if they take what's the equivalent then, if it's if you play thirty-eight. No, if you put wait the if you play the forty out of forty yeah if you play the forty out of forty eight minutes and Uh, then you chop it down from the beat thirty five out of the forty what's the does does that it's it's
0: it's five sixths of the minutes so if there's forty minutes then yeah
2: thirty four somewhere around that's the difference I mean uh, it's kind of give or I mean I think that they would adjust in a way. I think maybe you want to go probably a little bit more than 40. It doesn't have to be exactly 40. Maybe you need to – maybe you can go above a 40 and, you know, keep it at an even number and still be able to break down the minutes or something like that. But, like, I mean, if you want to go 40, I think teams would adjust to, like, the minute that their players got. So Because you, you already know, like, health is always an issue. Or worry about outs ex- excluding like players like LeBron James and people. Well, Kobe, now, but you know, usually Kobe. But I mean, like play at a time, and like I think they would take advantage of it. For, for me, I, I enjoy watching the role players. And I, the, the biggest
1: problem with the time period of the game is not the length of the actual game itself, 40 minutes. It's all about the commercials Timeouts. and yeah. the mm-hmm. money, which is mm-hmm. what they're trying to generate yeah. as much yeah. money as possible yeah. by having as much
2: commercials. As and that's one of the so that's, there. that's what's been going up is the amount of cr- commercials yeah. you
1: know and that's what's causing these potential you know two and a half three hour games oh. yeah. not necessarily the games themselves you know, so much so if they can figure out a better way to you know get these commercials in get these sponsors you know out there more I
2: without h- taking so many breaks I read one idea I can't remember exactly I think they said why don't they extend halftime? to fit in more. Yeah. So like if you take away the minutes of the game you can actually still get what you need of revenue wise off of your all the commercials if you extend halftime and then keep the minutes um, yeah. at that low.
0: You might be able to do that, but if if you were to, so in other words, halftime suddenly becomes like a cluster
2: of commercials. Well you know like, you know how they do. They, they, the thing, they, go, they, that they do the commercial, they you know go all. to the analyst, so maybe yeah. they do an extra commercial, go back to the analyst and then go back to the game. I think for every commercial
0: you add to a halftime break, you're incrementally, incrementally or marginally decreasing people's interest in watching it. The more you know chances what I mean? of
1: getting up. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. So you
0: probably, hmm. I, don't if, I don't know if... Damn,
2: you're it's like give or take that. with everything, then. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Let me ask you this. Would you rather they shorten the season to a degree or do the, or shorten the time? I, mean, I don't
0: feel like they need to short the se- shorten the season, but that's an idea
2: that people can talk about. I think about. they do. I think that's just way too many games for for like NBA players I mean the will tear like on the body for for guys to play like if a guy is healthy throughout an entire season and, and makes the playoffs, that's more than 82 hey, games. I mean, you can look at the NFL as the most obvious example of a scarcity of well, the games. Well, they're, they're way more physical, so I don't want to...
0: No, 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 I'm just saying in, in the sense that a scarcity of games uh-huh. makes the games matter. The yeah, okay. more games you have, like, right, take baseball on the other end of the spectrum. If your team loses a baseball game, you don't care. It's, it's okay. Really,
2: it, it, it's okay. Yeah. are
0: expected to. Yeah. You know... Um, so, if you lessen, like, let's say if they went from 82 to, I don't know, what would
2: they do, 70? 70, I, 72, 64, um, take, mis- my suggestion is, was to take away at least a month. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily, here's what I would do, I wouldn't shorten, shorten the season, I would remove games, because you know what I always thought is something that annoys me about basketball, the fact that a team on back-to-back, or on a four out of five nights or something, or three out of four nights or something like that, is at a real disadvantage. Hmm. and they're usually they're never matched team that's in a similar situation of, of um, exhaustion the, the hmm. schedule just doesn't work out that way where the team always both teams are on the back end of a back to back teams on the back end of a back to back like lose way more than should yeah. I feel like that should not be a thing
2: so there should be there should not be, should be a back to back
0: teams that are fairly matched in terms of the way the schedule shook out so like I think you keep the season at what is it five months regular season Ago, I guess, yeah. there, but just remove the games so that teams never play two games so
2: instead of getting like like I said get rid of a month ex- keep that month and ex- like get rid of a few just games and expand more sparsely okay you know? uh,
0: never four games in a week it's once in a while that happens uh, for anything like that three mm-hmm. games max and I I mean I don't know if you I don't know, I'm trying to think of how many back-to-backs really happen over the course of a season if you were to remove 12 <laughs> games could you remove all back-to-backs I'm not really sure
2: um, Wh- well, lessening the game so the the, the numbers of yeah. back-to-backs would have to decrease. It definitely right? would decrease. Yeah. I don't know if you could eliminate those You things. can't eliminate so, it, but you see, would decrease I, the I've number. i always thought that's a stupid thing,
0: the fact that there's such a thing as a t- one team is at a complete disadvantage and can't play to their full because they just played the night before, but that other team had three games of rest. Like, okay. You're almost saying, who cares about the outcome
1: of this game? It doesn't have to be legitimate. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's also a
1: team sport. I, mean, I think what they could do is maybe have um, teams that play back-to-backs be playing a team that played it back-to-back. Yeah, if they could do that. But
2: this that is I, can't, something. Mm. I, I think for the NBA, they need like a sport. Obviously, it's a business. The NBA needs those extra teams to, to have their, you know, like the owner to be like, nah. <laughs> Of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving up that room, Yeah. This, and then, well, real quick, I um, don't really feel bad for NBA. No. That play, you know, back-to-back games, I yeah. mean, making like thousands and thousands of dollars
1: yeah. to play basketball, like playing mm. the same thing, like, the second night, and you have a full squad of like eleven players so that you get through, you know, yeah. things like that and and stuff. Yeah, and, and, and well, their, bodies are, their bodies are their bodies are trained to, to be able to play yeah. do that. You know, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> I don't think they, they have look them. ahead to schedule and they know I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna be playing three out of four nights, whenever.
2: He, they build their so I, I hear you, but you can only do so much with preparing. You can say that, yeah. but like eight games is eighty-two games. I mean, like I a football. Like bad. I don't want to say Phil, but like I want to say like you can't have like that. You're in game and like be a close game, and you have to play that many amount of minutes that game because you know you, you're trying to win the game. So like, I mean, you could prepare, prepare all you want, but there's just like situations where you just. Have more than your body probably can take, and I don't feel sorry for him there so because, you, coach, you know, tonight I, I don't I don't have it tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think to a certain extent, there's nothing that can be done about.
0: But I mean, it's just teams you you can't you can't perform at the same level when you know your body can't recover in that amount of time, and it's, I don't think it's a situation where you can like not try as hard because I
1: wouldn't see that ever. I mean, I would want to see his stuff in. I mean, as a, as a basketball fan, I want to see as many games as possible, too. So yeah, from, from my perspective, you know, you know, I'm not the one that's throwing my body around,
2: but... but I think, I think th- losing a lot of games... Well, my thing is is like, there's a lot of... I know a lot, or maybe a ton of people who just, like, who cares about the first half of the season. The first half of the season, I we'll remember, watch the big blockbuster games, and that's about it. And then, like, then games start to matter, going more towards the second half of the season. I wish I could know the ratings for, you know, all of these, but like I'm just saying like a lot more people pay attention to the back half of the season and it's like, okay, well I just figure if there's not that many games, then more of these games will matter and more people will actually actually make an effort to watch them. I
0: think that's that's where someone who is arguing for this, you know, it's obviously the, the piece of, okay, revenue goes down. If you eliminate if you eliminate games, you eliminate money. Revenue. Like that's a Stayed that, yeah. That I think the argument is by eliminating games and increasing scarcity of games, do you make the game that are left matter so much or matter more enough that it increases the value of those games? And Pete, you can now raise prices to that. Like, does your product Mm. become a more valuable product Product. you can charge more for and recoup? the money that you lost by having less games. You know hmm. what I mean? Okay, that was yeah. That something that an economist would honestly have to look have at. Have to look at, yeah. You no, know, but that's the...
2: The know, owners... The scale. Yeah. It's on, a, t- on a last thought on this topic, would you guys prefer, if you had the choice, to
1: have less games and keep it at 48 minutes or have 40-minute games with, say, 64-game season or 72-game
2: season? So wait, say, say the first part again. Would you prefer to either have... 48 minute game as, it is, as and it is, reduce the amount of games played to like what? To to whatever. 64, 64, okay. Or to have um, what they have right now, 82 games in mm-hmm. 20 minute, uh,
0: 20 minute halves. So a 40 or 10
2: minute minutes or 10 minutes minute. quarters or 10 minute quarters, so 40 10 minute game. Okay. I think I would want more games.
1: More games, so you'd more.
2: shorten it. I so I would shorten shorten the game. I mean, it's if if they say if it's more unpredictable that makes the more games interesting and then you would actually still have the interest to watch that game because there is an actual interest because of the unpredictability so that kind of makes up against the argument that there's too many games because there's that aspect that you know people for underdogs and the yeah those are that could potentially overweigh like cause you're still getting having that many games and you're bringing the revenue from having that many games instead of cutting it so i think that would probably be a i don't know if more possible or whatever but I
0: would, uh, I would probably go the other way. And the only reason is because I don't... The whole point of this is, I guess, because some people find it a chore to watch an NBA game. I love NBA games at their time. Mm. I am perfectly happy with the way they play out. Mm. I don't really think it's, you know, like like it said in the article about how, like, the NBA, like, is, is chalk or whatever. Like, the, the the talent wins out. The games are long enough that randomness can't come into play as much. Mm. I don't personally find that to be, like... Uh, a hassle for me, or something that I don't like about the NBA. So I'm fine with where they're at, so if they had to choose one or the other, I, I want my game to be the same as it is, uh, and I would just have less... Because I, I don't think I would miss... Yeah, theoretically in my head, i want as many games as possible, but if suddenly the NBA season was 70 games, 12 games less... I wouldn't be sitting there after 70 games being like, well, I thought there was more. Like, You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't care. I, w- I would probably just want the NBA to stay the way, the way well, it is. Well, basically, if you're on the
2: side of like, oh, you don't pinch into the first half of the season, then yeah, it wouldn't matter regardless. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just I don't think I would be missing them. I'd just have to recalibrate what my idea of a record is or what a good record is. Mm. And I, I'd rather do that than recalibrate what is a good amount of points per game, what is a good a benchmark for is is 88 is now a benchmark for you know a good game player like you know I just wouldn't want to have to do that ultimately whatever has
1: to really get you yeah but B
0: is great so okay. we love it yeah,
1: right?
2: yeah. I, mean, I, I agree good. with your point Mike about
1: uh, you know I, I'm watching my favorite team, the Knicks so when I'm watching the Knicks I have no idea what time it is I know yeah. that the game starts at seven thirty. I don't look at what it is until the game's is over yeah. I mean like I'm just into watching the game so mm-hmm. like whether it takes two hours or two and a half hours for me, mm. like, when the Knicks are on, like, I want to watch the Knicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know what, you guys, everyone made, you know, good points, but good points every which way. So, you know, no matter what, I'm going to watch the NBA.
2: <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> do, you know, whatever it's their vote. Yeah. But, uh, like you said, then, you know, it, yeah. it'll just them what it is, mm. and I'll still,
1: you know, be happy watching NBA
2: games. I'm with that.
0: All right. If success, awesome. All right. Great. We only got a few minutes left. Uh, Ted's gonna let us know. All right. We got four minutes left. Uh, let's go into quick hits. They're gonna be a little less quick than what we usually do, which is like ten seconds a person, because uh, there are some uh, minor topics that we want to talk about. So I'm gonna start with Dan. Talk away.
1: Saturday night, September fourteenth, two thousand thirteen, is what I believe will be the best boxing match of the decade. Canelo Alvarez is the challenger against um, undefeated Floyd Mayweather Jr. and um, it's it's a fight that I've been looking forward to uh the point that it got billed. And um, it's one of those matches that you just have no idea what's gonna happen, honestly. Um, Alvarez brings power, he brings youth, but uh, he also has a lot of um, issues with stamina. And Floyd Mayweather Ooh. Jr. is like the best defensive boxer, arguably, of all time. He can't get hit. Um, I kind of made a joke earlier that you know, by the time he retires, he's going to be worth five hundred million dollars and um, not have like a shred of like arthritis or any kind of pain in his body because he just doesn't. Yeah. Unlike he never unlike every gets other hit. Boss, so. I, uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like every other boss, who's you know dealing with something or died young because of you know injuries,
2: concussions, and stuff like that. You
1: know, what was uh, what was Floyd Mayweather's
0: last fight? Was it mostly like a year or two ago? No, uh... recently... Yeah, his
1: last fight...
2: Yeah, I thought it was fairly recent. I can't... Um... Uh, he,
1: he wiped the floor with him. The guy, the guy was a very good boxer. Uh, but he... You know, the, the thing about Mayweather that is... It's absolutely hilarious to me. He's going to make $42 million off fight. And then he also makes a huge percentage of what Showtime makes off of people that buy... Um, that buy the pack in the night hmm. so he's looking at like 80 million dollars hmm. fight one fight you know what I mean which he could knock back in the first round or be knocked on the first round and regardless he'll still get that, that money 80 you know 80 around seven, over 70 million dollars okay it's crazy I'd take a shot in the mouth
2: yeah definitely What's and I the kid Uh, isn't he, is he isn't he on feet as well he I know he doesn't have any yeah, like, yeah. I know he's like, I know he's not like anywhere near what Mayweather's, yeah, I just like He has no losses, he's, he's fought only one less professional fight than Mayweather mm. Mayweather's
1: okay. had, you know, periods where he's taken a year off and then came and then come back and fought uh-huh. um, But this is this is a fight that the fans want, you know for a while there it was it was Pacquiao Mayweather, and then Pacquiao recently just lost Clean out Yeah, so that's kind of how we at yeah. least for now, you know I think maybe if Mayweather gets beat, then maybe he'll fight Pacquiao. But
2: Pacquiao he's still, he still fighting away. Yeah.
1: Obviously. But um, it's going to be a very uh very interesting, kind of heart pounding fight. I, I find myself rooting for Mayweather, even though I don't like his off the uh, <laughs> <laughs> off the ring uh, yeah, antics.
0: Out of the ring antics. September. Total fights: fights forty four. Total wins: forty four. Wins by KO: twenty six.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. 26 out of, out of 26 maybe whether his knockouts were early in his
1: career um, because there's less rounds so mm-hmm. you just you give it all
2: you have but um, but to judge um, for the other, other okay the difference between him and Alvarez is that uh,
1: whether he's an actual boxer he's not looking to knock you out he's, he's looking to just beat you and uh, Alvarez is going to be looking for the knockout because I think that's the only way that
2: he can if get fight. Alvarez kiss him do you think Floyd Mayweather, will, will he still win that fight if he get, if, he get, if he catches him? Yeah, I mean, um, against Mosley, Mayweather got caught
1: pretty good. Um, I don't know if you guys remember.
2: He got caught pretty good,
1: and he, you know, it was the first time he really got caught like that.
2: But this um, is but a big remember. boy.
1: Yeah. Um, and he,
3: you know, he came back good. It,
2: okay. You know, um, it's hard
1: to say. It, it depends on how good he really catches him. Okay. He does the power to do damage. He
2: mixes up Because I heard he had a lot of power. Like, that's like a lot what I've heard raving from his name as he came up. But, you know, I haven't seen a lot of... Mm-hmm. fights were a lot closer than people thought. I think. And uh, like
1: I said earlier, his, uh, his stamina is a factor. I think against a guy like Floyd Mayweather, even though there's a 14-year difference in age, which is incredible, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Mayweather wipes the floor up as far as stamina goes. Yeah. It was uh, Guerrero? Guerrero,
2: that's right. Okay. Guerrero.
1: Um, Guerrero was only Guerrero's second loss of his career his career he's, right. he's been a very very good top boxer as well so ok it's going to be interesting
0: today, hmm. September 14th is that tomorrow wait what's today
2: Saturday, Saturday. Okay. two days from now
1: yeah
0: I'm getting old too uh, <laughs> alright really quickly because I think we have like a minute left so do mine real quick Um. Uh. USMNT and soccer world cup 2014 not September 14th. Real excited. Book it. Book it.
2: And book that the New pages Patriots will make the spread. What's the spread? The spread it's is...
0: Thursday night on NFL Network. Patriots, I think Patriots are favored by 11 and 11 a half. and a
2: half over the Jets.
0: So they're going to cover.
2: They're going to cover. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> go against you, that they don't cover. And I'm going to bet you nothing
2: that that has Let's shake on it. It's done. <laughs> I uh,
1: am. One of us will not go at the end of that
2: game. Okay, right. I
1: think actually,
0: I think the Patriots will win by eleven and a half points tonight. So, oh, uh, oh yeah, that's where I am. That's where I am. Right, Smegal. Eleven and a half points. Shut oh up. yeah, we're gonna shake on it. <laughs> right. you anything? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Oh. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna, let me. Uh, Thirty-one point seven five points uh, for um, for New England and uh, <laughs> <points> <laughs> <for five. laughs> yeah. All right, that's my score. All right.
2: Alright guys. A great hour. Very good. We uh, got through it. Yeah. <laughs> got our first food we'll today. To we'll see you next time. I suppose okay. it's prime. Later.